our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Awesome. I'm eight months, eight months pregnant. What's your message? Got more. Right behind you, Brandon. Por fin llegaron. De dónde vienes, mi amigo? ¿De dónde vienen? ¿De Cuba? Bien, ¿Cómo les cuenta Pachula? Horrible. So while we were just interviewing that couple over there, that's crossing the rocks, got a whole nother group of about 20 that's crossing here. This is how easy it is to cross right here into America. It's knee high, and they, this is as wide as the crossing is. Right here, just outside of Yuma. We're in Los Algodones. And just like that, they've broke into America. And they're heading in for all the freebies that are in your pocket. Thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats. And right behind them, there's a whole nother group coming down the hill to join them. Africa? Haiti? She said Africa. So within about 10 minutes, we got these and they're uh, all from Senegal. So they're dumping this. They're coming, flying in from Africa, flying in Brazil and then ultimately up here. But they're ripping them up so Border Patrol doesn't know who they are. Nonstop. A lot of these people that they're coming in from Africa and, and when they're identifying with us or with uh, you know other authorities, they're saying they're from Haiti, but they're actually from Senegal, from you Ghana, know, parts of Cameroon. Ghana, Ghana, Cameroon, all these places. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, why do we show this every day? Why is this something that we need to see every day if we've been seeing it every day. It's because all of that video footage that Ben Berkwam gets, all of that video footage that Real America's Voice works to get out to the public every single day, getting the truth out every single day, I honestly believe that will all be used in court someday. Because every time somebody comes across that border illegally, 
Joe Biden racks up another crime for himself. Kamala Harris racks up another crime for herself. The Biden administration just continues to rack up crime after crime after crime. And do I blame the people coming? No. Why would I? Why wouldn't anybody go to a better life if they know that the leader, quote, leader of that country is inviting them publicly? Why would you not go? I don't blame them. I blame the corrupt elitists that are in charge in the Washington, D.C. swamp who are facilitating this entire invasion of our southern border. And make no mistake, folks, invasion, they keep using that word, but they're talking about it in the wrong context. They're talking about one country invading another country and worried about their borders. Meanwhile, we are literally facing an invasion of not only people who are looking for a better life, but people who are disease-ridden, people who are criminals, and worst of the bunch is the cartels and MS-13 drug lords that are making money on the backs of these people and trafficking these people. Sex trafficking, slavery. I mean, when you look at the United States of America and you look at Canada and they're number one and two in the world for human trafficking, something has gone terribly wrong. Something's gone terribly wrong. So the reason... And the answer to the question, why do you show this stuff every day? If we don't, who will? Big shout out to Ben Berkwam once again. Keep getting that footage, my friend. We'll keep showing it and we'll continue to shed a light where other stations and other hosts will not. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you for joining in today. I'm your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Coming to you as always. From the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. We're fed up with it here too because we're a border state. We're a border town. We're a border county just like anybody else in this country. It's an honor to do this job for you five days a week. So thank you very much. And God bless each and every one of you for uh, keeping the show going and bringing it to new heights. And uh, thank you to the Real America's Voice team as well. Um, Folks, sooner or later, the bubble's got to burst. Sooner or later, the balloon is not going to be able to hold all that hot air that the Democrat uh, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the rhinos out of the swamp are, uh, are filling that balloon with. Okay, Sooner or later, it's going to burst. And the hard work of people like Ben Berkwam is going to make sure that it bursts all over the right people. Um, I want to go and read some emails as we're starting to do every day now because not only do we believe in hearing the real voices of America, But without hearing what people are saying in each and every town in this country, then we are not in tune and in touch with the people of this beautiful country. And never, never do we want to get to a point where we are so out of touch that we ourselves um, are called rhinos and that we don't know what's going on in the real world. We want to continue to stay living paycheck to paycheck, right? I mean, that's what really keeps you grounded. Here we go. We've got Gene Hyatt who says, hello, Jeremy, love your show. I've been watching your show for a couple years now. What is wonderful about your show compared to others is that you not only give us hope, but you, uh, but we leave feeling good, not all doom and gloom. I really appreciate all of the time you put into the research on your program uh, and, and for the program materials. Also, your daily devotion is so inspiring and has helped me to become closer to the Lord. Please keep up the good work. One more thing. Um, I want to purchase an Armor of God hoodie. Are they available? Uh, Then she says, this is my fourth email I've sent and never got a response. Well, we finally got it and sent it back. She says, I realize you're busy and patience is a virtue. Um, I've asked for prayers for my daughter as she has been diagnosed with third stage aggressive breast cancer and has a fight. I had a wonderful Holy Spirit experience about her. Somebody would love to share with you. So we'll make sure that we reach out to her. She gave me a phone number, but please keep her family and your daughter in your prayers or, and her daughter in your prayers. And I want to thank you very much, uh, Gene, for watching the show and for uh, letting me know about what the show means to you. Another one here from a veteran, Sean Simpson. He says, my name is Sean Simpson. I'm a disabled combat veteran who served during Desert Storm, Bosnia and OIF, Iraq. I served in both the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Army, active duty, and also in the Reserves and National Guard. Now, there's a hero, folks. There's a hero. 
You want to talk about going and box office superhero movies and all that? None of that compares to what this man has done for this country. The VA was getting uh, fixed and doing great under President Trump, but since Biden and his regime took office, everything has gone downhill fast. I've become ill recently, and it's like pulling teeth to get any kind of good treatment to find out what is going on. All the while, my health is in decline. I went from 185 to 132 pounds in a little over three months' time, and I'm steadily losing more weight. I can go on and on and on about the many different things that the Democrats have screwed veterans and, uh, and active duty military over, all the while they get on TV and smile and lie to everyone about how much they love us. Wow, unbelievable. As for finances, my only source of income is my VA disability benefits, which is a little over 1600 a month. After I have 232 a month back to the VA because I have to drop uh, school because I've had to drop school to look after my father who was in poor health. Long story short, he asks, how are we supposed to survive? How are we supposed to survive? And then he says he apologizes. Don't ever apologize ever. You fought for this country valiantly. You fought for this country heroically. And this country owes you a debt. And that debt should come in the form of at least some kind of health care. But we know very all, we know all too well what these politicians on both sides actually do when they say they're going to help our vets and then they get into office. And that's why it pained me so much the other day to bring you the story about how the Biden administration is going to be removing resources and money from the VA and the stuff that the, the veterans need and repurposing and redirecting that money to illegal aliens. There's not too many uh, things that make me more upset in this country uh, than that. That and the abuse of our children. And, uh, and you've got a very angry uh, Jeremy Harrell. So I know you guys all agree with that. Uh, let me know by sharing the video, liking and rumbling. And I want to thank already the, the uh, donations that have started coming in through Rumble. Um, folks, we've already, we're already almost halfway to our goal of $40,000 to help pull people out of any kind of poverty we can, at least for a week or two. We can give them some kind of relief. Uh, we're already almost halfway there, and we're only three, not even three and a half months through the, the year. So all glory to God for that. Let's go to the verse of the day, because it's a good one, and it's titled, Denying the Resurrection. It is Tuesday, and we are getting closer to the resurrection. Easter. Far more important to me than Christmas. Yes, one is the birth and the other is our salvation. Better to not be born at all than to die without the opportunity to be with God and Jesus for eternity. Amen. We are saved by the death and the resurrection of Jesus, not by his birth. Hence, Easter should be celebrated far more, in my opinion. I have personally been sacrificing my biggest vice since the start of Lent, and I'm not even Catholic, but I do agree with sacrificing something that has a hold over you. And for me, that's food. That's food. I've been fasting for 18 hours a day and will continue through Easter and maybe beyond. It's been very helpful to my daily life, way of thinking, and relationship with God, and has allowed me to be hyper-focused on my investigative reporting. So let Easter be as special to you or for you as it is to me. Verse of the day, Matthew 28, 11, 15, denying the resurrection. As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, quote, you must say Jesus' disciples came during the night while you were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get into trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said that they would do as they were told. Their story spread widely among the Jews and is still uh, told today. So what proof do we have besides the word of God, which should be ultimate, the Holy Spirit, and the witness testimony of thousands of people seeing and speaking with Jesus after the resurrection? Well, let's look at the Pharisees. They were known liars, cheaters, hypocrites, blasphemers, adulterers, and very much like our elite politicians who occupy our government today. The only evidence that we have that Jesus didn't rise from the dead is this story that the Pharisees bribed the Roman guards to say. However, the likelihood of that happening is very slim. 
Think about the punishment that would have come from the governor, Pontius Pilate, to the guards for clearly disobeying a direct order. It would have been brutal. He specifically ordered them to stand guard and under no circumstances allow the disciples to steal Jesus' body. They were also the most elite fighters in the world. And two of them could have easily handled the disciples in hand-to-hand combat. But they weren't hurt at all. In fact, nobody was. They also would have awakened at the sound of the disciples trying to roll away the massive stone that had sealed the tomb. If they had been sleeping. The whole story sounds like a bad Washington, D.C. cover-up to me. And let's thank God that we all know the truth, that Jesus died for our sins and rose again on the third day. In his holy name, we pray. Amen. Folks, if you're wearing a hat, you don't have to, but please, for the respect here on my show, please remove your hat as we go to the Lord in prayer. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together, from your lips to his ears, in uh, unison, so that we can make sure he hears. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, this holy war that we've been speaking of these last few weeks is just getting started. And I can promise you, not only are we on the winning side, but there's a lot of winning happening that can verify that. Amen? All right, let's get to our first slurp of the day. Put your cups up. Here we go. Wow, thank you so very much for the Rumble Ranch, you guys. It'll make sure that we keep our employee um, here at Live from America. Let's get to the ver- uh, first and foremost section of the day because we've got big news. Big news, huge. It's huge. It's probably the biggest news anybody's ever heard. Here we go. Biggest news of the day that I could think of, and that's Stacey Abrams has now been officially implicated in facilitating the massive illegal ballot harvesting crime network exposed by so many hardworking people at True the Vote, Heather Mullins for Real America's Voice News, and many others. The new movie, uh, the new movie 2,000 Mules, uh, you can actually uh, see that, and our own uh, Heather Mullins is actually makes a cameo in there for all the hard work that she's done. Folks, again, the people that work with and, and, and uh, for Real America's Voice News, they're not doing it for likes, views, and big paychecks because they're not getting them. They're doing it for the passion of this country. So when they and people like True the Vote release this kind of information and give you the proof and the evidence behind it, there's no ulterior motive whatsoever. None. None at all. But Stacey Abrams, we knew it. You knew it. I knew it. And now she's been officially implicated. So when everybody else says nothing will be done about this kind of stuff, when every time somebody exposes it, nothing will be done. When, when, when people say that, you know what I say? I say, wow. Wow, look at all this evidence and look at all this proof that we are gathering for the day of judgment. I also believe that everything that you've seen happen lately, not only with the lawsuits and the FEC finding of Hillary Clinton and uh, the, 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 the Biden laptop coming, becoming a big thing again, um, the things that President Trump is saying at his rallies, which are very matter of fact, look, I think this is all happening as part of this plan, as part of this massive plan. Everything is about timing. That's one thing that you learn in any kind of business is everything is about timing. And the timing lately actually points the finger to massive, massive proof and evidence actually being so massive that it's forcing the mainstream media to finally talk about it. And who knows what's on the other side? Here we go. Let's get into this. Um, On Sunday, Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk was in St. Louis and joined Joe Hoft from the Gateway Pundit and Real Talk 93.3 to discuss the 2020 election and the related topics. And during that interview, Charlie Kirk says that he spent time with Dinesh, the producer of 2,000 Mules, and then Charlie dropped this bomb. You can have all, this is Charlie Kirk speaking, you have all the surveillance video that Dinesh is using in his upcoming movie where people are coming out of the car with piles of ballots, illegal ballots, You cannot do that in Georgia. 
stuffing them into ballot boxes funded by Mark Zuckerberg. Coming night after night after night, the same guys over and over. They're wearing latex gloves. They don't want fingerprints on the ballots, and they take pictures of every ballot. Now, we we showed you this when Heather, Heather Mullins came on the show about three weeks ago, and we showed a video of them fanning out the ballots and taking the picture, if you guys remember that. He says, and you'll see in this footage, I've had a six-hour meeting with Dinesh D'Souza, and I saw all the evidence for myself. I was really skeptical at first, and then we dove into it, and I was blown away at how the sophisticated technology, or how sophisticated technology they used uh, to be able to track these people using cell phone technology because your cell phone is letting off a ping every three to five seconds. You can go buy those pings off off of certain geographic areas. They saw that some of these mules, check this out, here we go, would visit these drop boxes every night and then go to Stacey Abrams' headquarters and then back to the drop boxes over and over and over again. So if you're going to sit here and try to make me believe that Stacey Abrams' headquarters was facilitating all of this illegal activity, and Stacey Abrams didn't know about it, well, I bet you also have a bridge to sell me in Brooklyn too. Because I would have to be a complete moron to not think that the person in charge at these headquarters, the very same Stacey Abrams who is fighting for drop boxes, the very same Stacey Abrams who put drop boxes illegally out there, the very same Stacey Abrams that, by the way, is still challenging her election without any kind of pushback by the mainstream media like President Trump gets, the very same Stacey Abrams who looks like she ate 50 cent and then developed the same gap in her teeth, the same Stacey Abrams who was just on Star Trek as the president of the world the other day. Yeah, she's implicated. We follow the money. We follow the ballots. We follow the money that are paid for the ballots. And sooner or later, we get to Stacey Abrams, which ultimately leads to the Democratic Party the same way that the Hillary uh, fake Russia um, dossier, Steele dossier, was funded by the DNC, which is the Democrats. When are people, other than you and I, going to finally see what's going on in this country? And yes, Republicans are just as bad in so many ways, but these Democrats, or these modern-day Democrats, I like to call them communists, they are so far left, they don't even belong in the constructs of the Constitution and the Republic of the United States of America. There is no room for these kind of people and this kind of a party in this country. Now, the Democrats will turn around and tell you the same exact thing, just on the flip side. However, you have to ask yourself, much like you have to ask yourself about the uh, denying of the resurrection, who do you believe based on the records of these people? Do you believe that Republicans love the traditional America, love Constitution, love the values of the red, white, and blue, or do you believe the Democrats do? And if you believe the Democrats do, if you are a uh, pink hat wearing scream at the sky liberal with TDS watching this, which I know there are plenty of and who are reporting this right now because you literally can't handle the truth, um, ask yourself, ask yourself this. Look at the United States of America as a whole. Take everything good about the United States of America and ask yourself if the Democratic Party that you feel like you belong to represents everything that's ever been good about America. And I can almost promise you that you won't be able to compare any of the two. They do not belong here anymore. We will eventually lock her up. We will eventually lock everybody up that fraud, uh, that defrauded the United States of America. And the ones that we don't get to lock up, I can promise you, we will yank their security clearances and they will never hold an elected official, an elected position ever again, ever again. So um, I kind of want to give a two-parter here because I think it belongs to two people. I think it not only belongs to an org- organization, but I also think it belongs to uh, individuals. So I want to give the Smarty Award of the day right now. Smarty Award of the day here on April 5th, 2022. 
And it's going to go to literally everybody who's been working their butt off to make sure they actually get proof and evidence, which is cell phone data and video footage. I mean, there's no better proof than that. There's no better proof than that. And that's true the vote, Heather Mullins and everybody else who's done that. And by the way, we have the great Heather Mullins here today because she's starting to starting to get the feel of how we work a live from America show because she will be filling in for me when I can't be here or when I'm on vacation. And uh, we can't wait for that to happen. We'll also be co-hosting some stuff together as well because we both live here in the great state of New Hampshire. So true the vote exposed all of this. President Trump said the other day at his rally in Michigan that true the vote would be releasing more evidence and more statements that 5 million fraudulent uh, ballots were cast in the 2020 election because of this ballot harvesting crime scheme. Now, when Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips testified in the Wisconsin Assembly, uh, they actually stated that about 7% of the the votes there were fraudulent, which equaled to about 137,000 ballots. In the state of Wisconsin alone, based on the work that they've done with these drop boxes and with this crime, uh, this entire crime network that they've exposed. Now, Phillips added that at least 4.8 million ballots, which goes right back to what uh, Trump said on Saturday about 5 million. He says that 4.8 million ballots were fraudulently cast among battleground uh, swing states in the 2020 election as a result of this ballot harvesting crime network. So, like I told you, they stole this election using so many different uh, so many different means of theft. You had, which Bannon calls the ground game, the air game, the water game. So you have Mike Lindell, who's been studying Dominion and all of the electronic digital ways that they stole the election, Okay. Then, of course, you have the ballot harvest. You have the mail-in ballots, the coronavirus. um, That coronavirus allowed politicians to create a state of emergency and allow all these mail-in ballots to come in, which is actually tied right to the ballot harvesting scheme as well. So there's so many different ways they used, and they're never going to be able to steal a national election again unless they utilize every way they cheated. That's why the 50 election security laws that have already been passed amongst some of these uh, swing states. That's why all of this evidence right here will make it so it's dang near impossible for them to ever do it again, hence why you're seeing them allow so many illegal aliens into this country. So it all works together, it all fits together for one massive power grab, and that is the Democratic Party trying to rid this country of the Republican Party so they can forever turn this into a communist state and once and, and eventually part of the new world order. I mean it's it isn't tinfoil hat stuff anymore, folks. It's just it's just right out obvious. And you don't have to take my word for it. Just listen to the Democrats daily. They'll tell you. They'll tell you there's no room in this country for the Republican Party. They're literally legally right now in litigation right now trying to make it so people cannot run for the Republican Party, and they've openly stated that we need a one-world government, one-world currency, one-world order. Again, don't listen to me. Just listen to them. I know it's painful. I know it's like ear bleed (laughs) to listen to the Democrats, but just listen to their own words, and they'll tell you everything that I told you, except they actually are on a course to do it, and it's up to you and I to stop it. And the Democrats have a far better ground game than the Republicans do. I can tell you that right now. If the Democrats want something done, all they have to do is go out there and pick 50,000 of their brainless, deadless sheep, and they get out there and they make things happen. The Republicans have, have really slacked on this for decades. And it's just now, since President Trump came into the party, that we actually have organization and boots on the ground. All right? Staying with President Trump for a minute, we saw this coming early last week. And right on time, President Trump has not disappointed. He has, he has requested that the Clinton-appointed judge who was assigned to oversee the Russiagate lawsuit against Hillary Clinton and the DNC, he has asked for that judge to be removed. This is not big news, um, and we knew this was coming anyway. We knew there was going to be some kind of a change of venue. I'd also heard that the judge had planned on um, uh, recruiting herself anyway. So let's get into this story. 
The corrupt liberal machine does not believe in addressing their obvious conflicts of interest ever. We saw it in the Russiagate nightmare. Corrupt FBI Director James Comey was fired and his good friend, former FBI Director Robert Mueller, was assigned to the case. Talk about stacking the deck. The entire team that was put together under Mueller was a group of far-left, nutty, corrupt, Hillary Clinton-loving and Trump-hating prosecutors and investigators. The entire investigation was a sham run by biased individuals who hate President Trump, hate you, hate this country, and who are on a mission to remove him from office. And as you all know, President Trump recently sued a number of individuals for their, react, or for their actions related to the Russiagate sham nightmare. And a lot of this is based on what Durham has come out with lately and Sussman's testimony in the FBI. Somehow this case was assigned to a Bill Clinton uh, appointed judge. How did that work? Oh, I wonder. Now the president is moving that the courts replace the Clinton judge with somebody who is not biased. And it was first report, reported by the Washington Examiner. Uh, president Trump wants to remove the federal judge assigned to his lawsuit. The Democratic National Committee uh, and Hillary Clinton have been sued by President Trump. And he does not want such a biased judge looking over the case. I wouldn't either. Trump's legal team filed the motion to disqualify U.S. District Court Judge Donald Middlebrooks, who is based in West Palm Beach, Florida, citing how the judge was nominated by former uh, president and rapist Bill Clinton in 1997 when his spouse was the first lady. The filing stresses that, quote, there exists a reasonable basis that Judge Middlebrooks impartially will be questioned and notes the lawsuit is levied in part against Hillary Clinton, who ran an unsuccessful presidential campaign against President Trump in 2016, also an unsuccessful presidential campaign against Barack Obama in 2012, which led her to write the book, What Happened? In addition to the motion, cites Section 455 of the U.S. Code, which states, quote, Any justice, judge, or magistrate judge of the United States shall disqualify themselves in any proceeding in which his impartiality might reasonably be questioned. Trump's filing does not make any mention of Middlebrook's decision in 2016 to toss out a civil racketeering lawsuit against Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, which alleged that the former Secretary of State used her private email account and changed U.S. foreign policy to seek speaking fees and donations to the Clinton Foundation. Long story for, uh, short, there is a massive conflict, conflict of interest here, and uh, this judge must be recused uh, either by themselves or uh, by, by another judge's uh, ruling. And uh, I think that's fair. I think that's only fair. Look, I would not want to be judged by somebody who hated me before we even got into the court uh, before we even got into the court proceedings and loved the person that was bringing uh, that, that the court uh, case was against that way I would not feel comfortable with that neither would you even if it was all the way down to the most minor civil lawsuit nobody would want that it's not fair and it's common sense so anytime you see any left-wingers crying about this just to say oh President Trump just doesn't want the truth to come out that's nothing to do with that nothing to do with that whatsoever and don't allow them to make you believe that and now we've got some more good news as it relates to stealing an election and Mark Zuckerberg's involvement in this because a court has just now reinstated the Louisiana Attorney General's lawsuit against Meta's Mark Zuckerberg's election meddling group. The de- See, folks, every time, every single time lately, the Democrats are not seeming to get their way. And these are the wins that we need to look back on and savor. Because a lot of people just don't think anything is happening. But there is so much happening. It's just not what you want to see. It's much like a prayer being answered. God always answers your prayers because he gives you everything you ask for. It just might not be in the way that you think it's been answered. So Zuckerbucks were used to achieve targeted disenfranchisement within rural Louisiana uh, treated less favorable than fellow citizens in cities. Last week, a Louisiana appellate court reinstated Attorney General Jeff Landry's lawsuit challenging Mark Zuckerberg's infiltration of the state election system with private Zuckbucks that flooded 
uh, the county during the 2020 election. Same thing in uh, Michigan. Same thing in Pennsylvania. Same thing in Arizona. Same thing in Georgia. Same thing in Nevada. Wow, I wonder what all those states share in common. I wonder what the common denominator is there. The lawsuit, state of Louisiana versus Center uh, Center for Tech and Civic Life, originated in October 2020. That is when Louisiana, through Landry, sought a court order declaring that private contributions to local election officials and the election system in general are unlawful and contrary to Louisiana law. Landry's lawsuit followed attempts by the Zuckerberg-funded Center for Tech and Civic Life to dole out millions in targeted grants to election officials throughout the state. By the time Landry sued, more than 20 officials throughout the state had applied for grants of nearly $8 million. But after the Attorney General warned them the funds were illegal, most abandoned their efforts. Orleans and Calcasu uh, parishes, however, went to accept more than 810000 in funds for the 2020 election. While Landry succeeded in limiting the impact of the Zuckbucks in Louisiana to two parishes, his efforts to prevent what he called the corrosive influence of outside money on Louisiana election officials initially failed when a state trial court dismissed his lawsuit against the Center for Tech and Civic Life and its partner organizations. In tossing the case, the trial judge held there was no legal basis to prevent uh, registrars of voters, clerks of court, or other local election officials from seeking and obtaining grant dollars to assist with funding the necessary staff and equipment for the upcoming November 3, 2020 election. In reaching this conclusion, the trial court relied on Louisiana's Constitution, specifically Article 623. However, ladies and gentlemen, in the appeal... The appellate court concluded, rather, it is clear that they are constitutional officers created by the state pursuant to our Constitution, and both officers have only the powers, duties, and responsible uh, responsibilities, excuse me, as granted to them by law. And under law, you are not allowed to do that. So it's great to see wins, even though they're small wins. It's great to see the people who actually stand up for the country. And I think the silver lining in all of this, the glass half full in all of this, is that you finally get to pinpoint who is for this country and who is against this country. We finally get to pinpoint who is trying to defraud and deceive you and pinpoint the people that are trying to expose that fraud and that deception. And ultimately, you find out who you can trust in these elected positions. And more likely than not, the people that you can trust end up uh, hearing about your faith in them. And then they end up running for these positions. And that's how we get the bad out and get the good in. So every time we do a story here, there's an end game. And that end game is to make America great again. However which way we do that. That's what we work on every single day here. And I know that's what so many other people, both in Real America's Voice News, Right Side Broadcasting, and yes, even Newsmax and others are trying to get out to the world. And OAN, look what they're trying to do to them, trying to bury them. It won't be long before they try burying Real America's Voice News as well, especially with the stuff that Ben Berkwam and Heather Mullins are getting out there about the invasion of the southern border and the stealing of our election. All right, get your rhino hunting permits, folks, because it's time to go rhino hunting. I've got my permit right here. It is season, so let's get right to it. This time, we go to to Pennsylvania, where, again, hundreds of suspects filmed stuffing multiple uh, ballots into drop boxes, but yet the Republican district attorney in this Pennsylvania county will not prosecute any of this of the uh, of the uh, repeat offenders only because not everyone can be properly identified. That's what I said. Even though some of them have been identified illegally stuffing ballot boxes because not everybody can be identified, the county DA does not want to prosecute. This is the kind of person that we need to proactively find, expose, and remove from our party rather than reacting to them and doing something that a Democrat would do. Let's get into this story. On October 28, 2021, 
Around 7.45 p.m., two LCGC cameras captured a person of interest, POI, who was caught on video inserting several ballots into a ballot drop box in um, Lehigh County, Pennsylvania. The balding man is seen wearing a long sleeve V-neck shirt, gray jeans, black shoes, and a watch on his left wrist. He was carrying several ballots and was filmed stuffing them into ballot boxes. Now we're going to show you a video in a minute. The Pennsylvania Senate Intergovernmental Options Operations Committee held a hearing on March 30th, 2022 on drop boxes and the alleged ballot trafficking in Lehigh County in November of 2021. This video of ballot trafficking was shared as evidence with the committee members. There were hundreds of instances of similar uh, uh, hundreds of instances of similar instances of ballot trafficking that took place at the drop box during the 2021 election. On Monday, yesterday, Lehigh County District Attorney Jim Martin, a Republican, admitted that there was that there were likely hundreds of instances where people deposited numerous ballots illegally into ballot drop boxes in the last election. He admitted it right out. Yes, it happened. At least 288 people deposited more than one ballot in the various drop boxes, all of which were under surveillance. However, District Attorney Jim Martin in Lehigh County, a Republican, I might add again, then announced he will not prosecute any of the suspects because, quote, to prosecute those few whose identity can be proven would be unfair and unjust given the much larger numbers who cannot be identified and who also deposited multiple ballots. I did not stutter. I just said that. As stupid as that sounded, a district attorney for Lehigh County literally said, well, because we can only, you know, find two of the murderers instead of the 10 people that are implicated in this murder, I'm using an analogy here, we're not going to go and arrest those two people because it wouldn't be fair to the other eight that helped commit the murder. Does that sound proper to you? Does that sound correct to you? Does that sound like justice to you? Does that sound like the rule of law to you? That sounds like some stupid Democrat woke fantasy that has no room in our, in our country. Well, we're not going to go find the people that we can identify because it's unfair to the people that can't be identified. Okay, so you know what to do. His name is District Attorney Jim Martin. You can do a quick internet search, find out his phone number, find out his email. Reach out to District Attorney Jim Martin's office. Ask if you can speak with him. If you cannot speak with him, speak with his secretary or his assistant. Either way, let them know how you feel about this, even if you don't live in the great state of Pennsylvania. Because if it's happening there, it's happening everywhere. Remember, be polite, be a Christian. That does not mean be weak. That does not mean um, be matter of, do not be matter of fact because you must. But let him know how you think of it. Again, District Attorney Jim Martin spelled exactly how it sounds in Lehigh County, Pennsylvania. And I, folks, let's just go ahead and do it. Jim Martin, you know you deserve it, so let's go ahead and give it to you. Here we go. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day, district attorney, and we're going to throw it in the Republican rhino bucket. There we go. District attorney Jim Martin, you are truly a dumb, dumb. Look, I can understand saying I'm not prosecuting any of it because I don't believe it happened. But to say, yes, it did happen, but we're not going to prosecute the people we know who did it because it's not fair to the people that we don't know who did it. You, sir, are a moron. And you deserve 10 million calls today to tell you exactly that. But we've got another rhino hunting expedition to go on. So I hope you still got your rhino permits and I hope you got enough ammo left. Because this is a great example, folks. This next, this next expedition that we're going to go on is a great example of how proactive we are as a party. Rather than how reactive we used to be as a party. And this should tell you. This should let you know all you need to know about how much we have cleansed this party already. Because we are being so proactive in hunting and exposing these rhinos and not giving them a chance to get in and become a mom jeans Mitt Romney or a yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney 
Because this time, we caught a Trump-endorsed candidate on hidden camera trashing claims that the election was stolen and says that to say the election was stolen as, as a Republican is the GOP version of Russiagate. And this guy is currently Trump-endorsed. I don't think he will be after today's show. Republican Arkansas Senator John Boozman, who has been endorsed by President Trump, has been caught on hidden camera comparing concerns about the legitimacy of the 2020 election to the Democrats' Russiagate hysteria. I'm not kidding you, folks. And right now, like I said, right now, he is currently endorsed by President Trump. So you know what to do. Light up anybody who's got an ear to President Trump and say, or who's got President Trump's ear, I should say, and tell him to remove this endorsement ASAP. Here we go. This is a video of John Boozman exposing himself as a rhino. What are your thoughts on the legitimacy of the Like, is that something we should continue to talk about? Or do you think that's something that's... As far as the legitimacy... I believe strongly that once the state's certified, mm-hmm. you know, each state yeah. act independently. Once they certify, then it's over. Okay? Yeah. Now, unless you know something blatant comes up. Right. But we had a situation where the Republican Justice Department, you know, and the Attorney General said it's okay. We yeah. looked at these things. Yeah. But once you certify and you go forward, mm-hmm. then you, you know, at that point it's it's over. Right. Now, it's very, very hard to hear, folks, because it was a hidden camera and she was and she was trying not to let it and she wasn't didn't have it in his face. But he said, once you certify an election, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Can't. It's, it's over at that point, he says. Now, here's the next portion of exposing Mr. John Boozman. Here we go. But once the state agrees that, hey, this is, this is the results, we're going forward, then you have to let it go. This deal mm-hmm. about Mike Pence being able to... Yeah, yeah I would agree. absolutely right. That was something yeah, that... that was just, Mike Pence is a great man. Mike Pence is a wonderful a wonderful person. Mike Pence is a wonderful man, he says. Oh, really? Very, very well. That's awesome. And uh, in fact, we were together, you know, right before that whole thing started. Mm-hmm. And, I told him we were going to play some golf. And he <laughs> said, well, I've got plenty of time to play. <laughs> but, you know, if you've That's got awesome. a situation where somehow the vice president, they'd never leave office. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's just it's crazy. So I, so I think once they certify constitutionally, that's the way it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's Tom Cotton's opinion. Mm-hmm. Of course. And he says... That's Tom Cotton's opinion. That's my opinion. Once they certify, it's over. But here's part three. We're going to keep going. And yes, I am going to reach out to Marjorie Taylor Greene after the show and let her know. Trust me, I'm sure President Trump already knows it, but it doesn't hurt us to be, uh, to be soldiers out here to make sure just in case, just in case, because I've heard him hear things a little later than us previously. Here's part three. But I've not seen... And again, this might change tomorrow, but I mm-hmm. haven't seen anyone come forward. Kind of like in when we had the deal in Florida with Bush, mm-hmm. you know, the recount there. Nobody ever proved that that, that wasn't a good count. At the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this deal, I mean, nobody's shown anything to prove that, you know, there was enough, if there was a regular, there was enough of a Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, and I like I know that Trump keeps pushing for it, but it's kind of like at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta get over it. <laughs> so it's. I know Trump. Keep, now this is her baiting him, but she says I know Trump pushed for it, but sooner or later you gotta get over it. He said, yeah. He also said he has seen nobody come forward with any evidence whatsoever that were to over that would overturn an election or say that the election was stolen. Uh how about my entire opening part of the show? How about the entire first and foremost section that I just covered? How about the actual proof and evidence that Heather Mullins and everybody else has been able to uncover and expose and show to the world? How about any of that? I mean, these guys, it's not that they haven't seen the evidence. It's that they don't want to see it. Here's part four. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't blame you in the sense that, you know, we hear this that, you know, out of Trump. 
This is a guy that during his entire presidency had a, a situation where the Democrats were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they declared him illegitimate. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And actually, the thing to watch as you go forward is this investigation uh, that uh, the guy's doing uh, a special prosecutor mm-hmm. you know, about what all went on regarding the FBI and all of the Russia collusion stuff yeah. that they made up. And, yeah. You know, so it works both ways. Yeah. Well, Works both ways, he says. So he's he is literally comparing what we've done and what we've fought for to Russiagate, saying the Democrats did it to us and now we're doing it back to them. So basically, long story short, he does not believe that the election was stolen, and that is the first question that you ask somebody to find out if they're a rhino. You want to know if somebody's got a, a rhino or not? Just ask him if the election was stolen. You've got Mike Lindell out there putting his company and his people on the line every single day to show you the proof. You've got True the Vote out there. You've got Heather Mullins out there. You've got RAV out there. You've got everybody that showed you and exposed everything they possibly could show you, and you just don't want to hear it. These people just don't want to hear it, and the reason why they don't want to hear it is because they are rhinos. Let's also expose Senator Mom Jeans Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski because of those two we will get a Supreme Court Katanji Brown-Jackson. Because lock and step with the Democrats, they will vote for Katanji Brown-Jackson to be the next Supreme Court justice. So think about that. We are going to have a person who does not mind if grown-ups rape children. And the reason why I say it so harshly is because it is shown through her um, sentencing of pedophiles. These people are sick. Got two more stories here for you, folks. Please stay tuned. Here we go. I want to bring you a sad story now. Now, this is a story we've touched on before. I broke the news to you when, the cap- when, the, uh, when, this, um, when this army captain did this, and now I've got some sad news to report based on what's, what, uh, what has been a result of his actions. And that is an army captain has been placed in a mental hospital for accusing his commanding general, Patrick Donahoe, of pushing the illegal vaccine upon him. Now, we talked about this story not long ago about the charges um, that, that were filed. But we did not know what the outcome was, of it was going to be, and now we know. The captain who filed the criminal charges against Commanding General Patrick Donahoe of Fort Benning has now been admitted to Fort Benning's hospital for what they're deeming a health crisis. The captain's friend and family are concerned that he's being punished for standing up against the illegal vaccine mandate. I could, I could read everything to you, but I would rather play you a video of it explaining all of it because these people are the ones that exposed it in the beginning, and they're the ones that have followed it, and they're the ones that I've been taking cues from on this story. Here we go. Good evening and welcome. This is Danny at Terminal CWO, and we have a breaking news story for you tonight. Previously, we released a story highlighting the criminal actions surrounding the commanding general of Fort Benning and the Maneuver Center of Excellence, Major General Patrick Donahoe. The captain mentioned in that story, who has previously been retaliated against due to his IG complaint against Donahoe, is once again in the crosshairs of the Fort Benning command team. The captain filed an official criminal complaint with his local criminal investigation division office, otherwise known as CID, on Fort Benning this afternoon. The agent initially said they would not take on the case, but then proceeded to discuss the matter in depth with his supervisor. CID contacted the captain's chain of command who sent an escort to bring him back to his brigade headquarters. The captain's deputy commanding officer, or DCO, told him he would be sent to EBH, which is the Army's mental health clinic, for an emergency evaluation to ensure he wasn't a danger to himself or others. Wow. He was also escorted to the emergency room to be tested for drugs. Upon evaluation at EBH, the provider claimed a previous traumatic brain injury, along with this incident, made her believe he was having a health crisis and needed to be admitted to the hospital for monitoring and treatment. Wow. This same provider had a number of odd questions she asked the captain, 
to include his opinion on the events of January 6th, voting irregularities, and whether he believed the presidential election of 2020 was valid. She insisted on claiming he was part of an organization while trying to tie the narrative to him being an extremist. The captain is now being admitted to the hospital's psychiatric ward. The captain's brigade command is claiming the decision is not theirs and has been ordered by the medical provider who evaluated him. Due to the previous retaliation against this captain from Major General Donahoe and the immediate events following his visit to CID to file a criminal complaint against that same general officer, it makes it very difficult to believe these events are in any way due to the captain's medical health and very apparent to anyone with the facts that he's being retaliated against for speaking out against the installation's commanding general. So there you go, folks. That's what they're doing to our military men and women. They're, they are di- they're not only disrespecting the American people. They're disrespecting the American tradition. They disrespect the flag every single day. They disrespect our active and National Guard troops. They disrespect our veterans. They disrespect our border patrol. They disrespect our police. They disrespect our children. They disrespect our God. They disrespect literally everything about this country. My question is, how long are you, who's watching this video or this show today, going to be silent about your beliefs in not only country, but God? It's time to get loud, ladies and gentlemen, because we are the loud majority, no longer the silent majority. One more story here to end the day, and I think it's a good one because it highlights something that we've kind of been talking about here every single day, and that is this. The Hungarian prime minister has sailed to his fifth victory, and in his election win speech, he not only mocks Soros, but also mocks Zelensky, And also, ladies and gentlemen, you should know that with this victory of the Hungarian prime minister, they held a vote in which 67% of the country voted and 96% of the country that voted voted to ban LGBTQ and homosexuality pro-propaganda in the country when it targets children. And I could not agree more. Let's go ahead and play the winning uh, victory speech. You are going to have to read some subtitles. But this is the part where he mocks Zelensky and Soros. Check this out. I love this kind of stuff. Ez a győzelem azért is marad majd emlékezetes talán... Because we had to fight the biggest overwhelming force. The left at home, the international left around the world, the Brussels bureaucrats. He, George Soros, empire with all its money, the international mainstream media, and in the end, even Ukrainian president. Telling you folks, this is rise. This is part of good versus evil around the world. It's not just going to be. It's not just going to fall on us here in America. It's not just going to fall on President Trump. It's not just going to fall on the people that understand what's really going on in this country. It's going to fall on a worldwide effort to combat the worldwide effort to turn us into the NWO. So here on Life from America, I call on leaders of every country. Speak up now. This is a holy war, and it is not pinpointed just to the United States of America. This is God's world. We're not talking about God's country that he's protecting or blessing because I don't think we have the protection and the blessing of God anymore. Until we stop murdering babies and until we stop pushing this agenda, this LGBTQ agenda as okay and targeting children and being pedophiles like Disney, we're not going to be protected or blessed or saved. So I call on everybody now, wake up before it's too late, go back to church, bring your family back to church, get right with God now, or forever, ever have mercy on your soul. Folks, that is going to do it for Live from America. Do not forget that we've got major, 
major sales going on right now on jeremyherald.com. We'll go and show you some of those right now. We've got the new kid shirts in there. Send your kid to school equipped with being an actual patriot. Send your kid to school with this kind of stuff. The uh, Pledge of Allegiance in the form of an American flag, a hand over your heart, or a freedom t-shirt. Also, make sure you uh, take advantage of our bundle sale. We got that going on. Plenty of Armor of God gear and plenty of stuff for you to actually stand up without actually having to be vocal for what you believe in for this country and your God. Amen? All right, folks, that's going to do it. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. And until then, make sure you keep spreading the gospel, keep a smile on your face, and I'll see you tonight. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.